Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is the podcast where I tell Lindsay I have a good opening joke, but I didn't have one prepared. <gasps> You're a liar! <laughs> but that works as the joke. We well, you know who the joke's on. Us. Me. It's me. No, the joke's on me. It's on me. You will say that. Who is James Packer? We know who James Packer is, but why? What, what's going so on with him right now? I'm so sick of James Packer. I'm so happy that he is soon going to be gone from our like tabloid life. Unless spread. they get back together, they might get back together. They are not going to get back together. I don't even think they were ever really together. Did you ever see a photo of James Packer and Mariah actually looking like they liked each other? No, but they were together. There are a lot of couples who never look like they like each other. Okay, I'm just saying, like, I just don't know what this relationship was. I think she, when she broke up with Nick, she wanted, like, a rebound that made her seem, like, really amazing. And she Mm -hmm. was like, I'm just going to find a billionaire and go for it. Who else? Who were other uh, uh, famous musicians who married, like, Janet Jackson Jackson. married a billionaire. (laughs) Who else married a billionaire? Um, Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, She married a billionaire. What happened was James Packer and Mariah Carey broke up allegedly they got engaged in january of this year so they've been engaged for almost a year then they break up uh originally the news is that james packer breaks up with her because she got cold because he got cold feet but then news started to trickle out rumors started to trickle out that they broke up because they got into a fight while in greece Ugh, on like a yacht on a yacht over him he was like mean to her assistant maybe potentially assaulted the assistant whoa Let's just say that she, her people are putting out stuff that she broke up with him, and his mm-hmm. people are, like, putting up stuff that he broke up with her. Like, yes. there is a very uh, – people are very, very into having their own narrative told. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Mariah Carey Instagrammed a really funny uh, Instagram this week. Uh, it's just – it's her hugging some woman, and it says, hashtag – Real friends who don't read Women's Day. Hashtag we don't know you. We love hashtag Australian lambs. And she's referring to, which is really funny because it's like, who literally cares? A tabloid called Women's Day, which is because uh, James Packer is Australian. So that's yes. why they care about this. And it reported that James dumped her. So she's like very mad that people would assume that she was dumped. The only thing that's sort of interesting about this is that she has her reality show coming up in December on E!, and the other rumor is that E is freaking out because this may have some sort of like negative repercussion on the reality show. Like maybe they, he ends up not wanting his image in the show and they have to re-edit it or the show gets up, gets canceled indefinitely, blah, 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 blah. So E doesn't really know the fate of this reality show. Mariah's <laughs> world. But, but even whenever this reality show was first announced, it was always... Um, very clear that James Packer would have a very minimal role because he didn't want anything to do with it. He was very open right. about it, and she was open in talking about the fact that James didn't want anything to do with it. He's also, from what we know, like extremely uninterested slash uninteresting. So why are we even... Like, what is he even there to say? It'd be funny if he turned out to be this like weird character and like everyone loved him, but it's not gonna happen wasn't she also asking for money already she was like demanding 50 million dollars from him oh because she made she because he made her move from new york to la to hang out with him because his kids live in la 
So she was like, pay me for that moving? effort. Pay me $50 million for moving? You know, moving's expensive. You'd have to pay me to move to L.A. from New York. $50 million, please. <laughs> Listen, James. <laughs> A very shady dig. May I see, as if I need to see it up close, the engagement ring? Oh please, please. <laughs> <laughs> skating ring. It is incredible. Thank it's you, It's so beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, I just felt, you know, the ensemble and the thing. Yeah. The ring yeah. works together. They told How me... long did James have to save up for that? <laughs> I don't know. I think he's going to be okay, though. <laughs> Let's move on to something exciting and more topical, which is Halloween costumes, or as we're calling them, costumes. Oh, this is so bad. Halloween is so much better than costumes. Well, Halloween costumes. It could be a double. <laughs> First up, Lindsay, what did Ariel Winter dress as? Are we going to seriously go through all of these and just be like, here's who this person dressed mm-hmm. as? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Halloween or Halloween, which is really fun for me, is that <laughs> it gives who's another angle in which to get press because if they dress as something either super scandalous or funny and weird, then they'll get coverage even if no one knows who they are. That's mm-hmm. like a really wonderful thing for them. And I'm just, I feel like this is a, a really big holiday for the Who's. Yeah, it is. Um, Ariel Winter wore a Playboy Bunny outfit, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Suki Waterhouse literally went to Kate Hudson's Halloween party just wearing clothes. That's fun. <laughs> she wore like, the Daily Mail tried to like imply that she wore them wore boots or like wore something that was a Halloween costume but she just didn't she didn't mm-hmm. no uh, Sophia Richie wore dressed as a race car driver uh, okay I love the Ryan Lochte Halloween costume it's really good Ryan Lochte dressed as uh, Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter which yeah. I wanted the- to, that to be clear because it's that version but I like that he's at um, he's at the Casamigos Halloween party um, right. A very them, a very themy tequila owned by George Clooney. Mm, but he looks, of. that's a lot of, that's a lot of effort for this costume. It's kind I of think, impressive for Ryan Lochte. I wouldn't have expected this. Celebrity Halloween costumes, though, is like they don't do anything. Like that's a very, their assistants and people that work for them do all that stuff. There's no effort on the behalf of, do you know what I mean? Oh, sure. I know that he's not part of the creative process. But it's a lot of effort to have, like, sit in the chair and get this Mad Hatter makeup put on, like, put on the wig. It seems very un-Ryan Lochte to me. It's tr- to, like, give a shit? <laughs> yes. Well, I think maybe his girlfriend wanted to dress. She dressed as very sexy, very sexy, sexy Alice. <laughs> very sexy Alice. Well, like, I'm sorry. She's barely wearing clothes. She's wearing, like, like a, 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 a leotard with bows on it and... Thigh highs. My favorite thing about her costume is that she has to put the word Alice on her on the costume on the vagina so that we know that she's Alice. When Ryan Lochte is in this exact replica of a Johnny Depp costume, it's like we get it. Just stand next to your husband, fiance, and we'll get that you're Alice. (laughs) Also, Alice. Alice never wore anything close to what this is. Alice was maybe an eleven-year-old. I think. (laughs) 
Also, she looks miserable, and he looks like he's having the time of his life. He looks like he's having a great time. <laughs> he looks so happy. I mean, I feel um, like no, I feel like you know Ryan Lochte in my mind is just like a baby, and you just <laughs> if you take him out, he'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. So next up, Lindsay, what did Bella Thorne dress as? I honestly could not tell you. She dressed as like her, as like a a sexy cowboy zombie or something. It's like I don't. Really, oh, she also she dresses, dresses as a cheerleader. cheerleader, but it's also sort of zombieish. No, well, there were two nights. One night she dressed as a cowboy, and then this other night that I actually didn't see, she dressed as a zombie cheerleader. Oh, I see. Wait, Lindsay, I you lost know what's funny? You. Okay, oh, I got I'm you. here. You're back. You're back. You're back. What's you know what's funny about Bella Thorne is that she everyone makes Everything. the joke that okay, <laughs> everyone makes the joke that. On Halloween, you can just dress as a sexy version of anything, and that's uh-huh. Halloween. Bella Thorne is the living and breathing embodiment of that joke. Because she, anything she would dress as for Halloween would have to be the sexy version of it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, she could, and also she could just, the fact that she's wearing the clothes, even if she got the very intense zombie makeup from the Spirit Halloween store on, like, Fifth <laughs> Avenue, if she got the most basic, um body covering evil witch costume it would just it would like stick you know like when the mask puts on the mask and it like suctions to his face and he becomes the mask like when bella thorne puts on any clothes they like stick to her body and then it's like "Mm, let's look at sexy i'm the sexy witch (laughs) you go to you go to a store with bella thorne and she tries on like the ugliest baggiest outfit and somehow she shows up and it's like a crop top and like her boobs are out and like her face is done (laughs) It's like the traveling pants where they fit everyone, and it's like, wait a second. It's a perfect holiday for her because this is exactly her style. Also, her and Tyler Posey definitely broke up. <laughs> wait, really? You think that? Yeah, like... They, they were she... together like five days ago. Right, but that's... I think they broke up already. Do, does Snapchat release analytics to people? Because this Daily Mail article says, Bella, who boasts 30.4 million Snapchat followers, I don't think you can find that. I think she released... I think she said something. I mean, she... I but think someone said something. I don't think you're allowed to even know. Or I guess you can, you can see how many know. views it has. They probably just made it up. No one's fact-checking them. Actually, we are. But no, but no one else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who else, who else wore, like, a costume? Oh, Colton Haynes. Colton Haynes dresses like a demented uh, Miss Piggy. Talk about a person... Our, our friend... I forget who... Um, oh, right. I think it was this Ray. Costume is did, you, did you see Ray's comment about it? Our friend Ray made a really funny joke about this costume where, like, no Halloween costume should have that many credits. Like, go to his Instagram with the costume oh and God. look at the comments under it. Colton Haynes, neck and breast prosthetics by RBFX <laughs> Studios, face sculpt by Eric Porn, face model by Dalton Cush, face foam prosthetic by Mark Vin- Vinieo. <laughs> No. Applied by Eric Porn, Christopher Gallagher, Lorenzo Roxa, Alex Nickel, Noella. Oh my god, it took five people to put it on him. Like, there's no way that your Halloween costume should be, like, that much of a production. How many people are involved in the making of your demented Miss Piggy? This is unbelievable. This is so good. <laughs> I think he looks so funny. This is great. Good for Colton. I love that this is what makes you a Colton Haynes fan. I mean, I'm I've, I've been I've been in the very slow process of becoming a Colton Haynes fan for probably six weeks. Oh my god, it's gonna be like me and Ansel Elgort. Like all it's of like, a sudden, one day you're gonna be like in Colton Haynes news. 
It's literally the se- it's the seven stages of of grief, but it's the end result is you're a Colton Haynes fan. I will say I am impressed by this demented Halloween costume. <laughs> it is really like great. truly, it's a very Ryan Murphy like demented look. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's so funny. Scary drag is fun. Okay, what else happened? Uh, Hillary Duff dressed as problematic. Just kidding. She dressed as a pilgrim and her new boyfriend, who I believe is her personal trainer, also. Oh god. Do you think once you become somebody's boyfriend, you get to stop being their personal trainer? <laughs> no, I think you just go to the. I think then it's just my gym buddy. Okay, he dressed as literally one of the more offensive appropriations of a chief that I've seen in a while, like red drawn across his eyes. Jesus Christ. Did you see this photo? No. Oy. I don't understand. Did no one, like, run this by anyone? Wait, I'm letting this load. Does no one ask any questions anymore? Oh, no. Right? That's bad. Yeah. Also, it's funny because all the outlets were reporting that it was problematic. And of course, Daily Mail in their own bubble of hell was like, Hillary Duff dazzles as sexy pilgrim. <laughs> Who the hell is this woman? Who is this woman she's next to? Elisa Libel? Her last name is Libel? Are you kidding me? You can't live in LA and have your last name Libel. Elisa <laughs> Libel. Oh my God. I just, I just, I really want to know I, why did. I did. Okay, wait. Oh my god, wait. Oh my god, I just lost it. The caption for this last picture on the Daily Mail, you ready? Yes. I don't think you're ready. Are you ready? Yeah. So happy together, colon. Hillary's beau, the celebrity trainer Jason Walsh, continued the Thanksgiving theme, dressing as a Native American, striving for authenticity. He wore brightly colored feathered headpiece and a leather top with decorative fringe. The Daily Mail is such a troll. Striving for authenticity. Um, speaking of striving for authenticity, did you see Emily Ratajkowski's version of Cleopatra? No, but I did see her version of Frida, which was just like sexy with eyebrows. Uh, I guess one last costume. Lindsay, did you see what Emma Roberts and Evan Peters dressed up as? I saw, and then we spent like 20 minutes debating <laughs> on whether this was an, actually a costume or just... Uh, clothes but evan peters wore a dress and like a pregnant belly and a wig and 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 emma roberts just was a skeleton we can't figure out what evan peters was dressed as i think he just dressed as a woman as a pregnant woman sure she's pregnant that seems specific it also seems like it's it's clothes from the 70s this seems like a specific decade he's a weird guy he could be any he could be anything i'm a pregnant woman I checked his Instagrams and stuff, and it didn't have any, um, it didn't reveal any answers. Um, my favorite Halloween costume, though, of all the celebrities, not a who, but I just have to, like, I appreciate, I just want to mention how good it was, was Kylie Jenner dressed as Christina Aguilera's Dirty Era. That's perfect. Like, she wore chaps and the top, and she got the hair perfect, and I just, I'm very impressed. Uh, I wanted to look really quickly to see when Dirty came out. 2002, so that means Kylie was four or five. Five? (laughs) Well, that was her favorite album when she was five years old. Cool. Um, So, moving on. Oh, man. This is really great. This is such a good story. This is, um, even though Lindsay Lohan is technically a them, this is definitely who behavior and involves shades of who um, that were very unexpected. I mean, her me. name recognition is just very high. That's kind yeah. of why she's a them. Like, you couldn't... 
it's almost like Paris Hilton. Like, it's just, it's an iconic name. And a lot of people, she represents American celebrity to a lot of people in America, but also just across the world. So I don't think that she could be a who, even though everything she does is, like, very hooey and worrisome. And also, I kind of, I... I hesitate to talk about her even because she worries me. And it, well, you know? this this story this story is appropriate for our podcast for one specific reason, which I will get to after I'm done setting up the scene. So back in the summer, when Britain um, voted to leave the UK, um, I mean leave the EU in Brexit with Brexit. Lindsay was getting remember it was like Lindsay's like very passionate I guess she's still in this phase but her passionate political phase where she's She's still in this uh, phase she's she's pretending or sincerely getting involved or putting on airs as though she is involved Um, but during Brexit she tweeted hashtag remain she was very upset about the idea of Brexit and this one particular tweet got people pissed off well one town in Britain called Kettering um, and she said, hashtag remain. Sorry, but hashtag Kettering. Where are you? And why is this woman at BBC News speaking on people rather than telling us what happens if UK leaves? So she was mad at this town of Kettering for voting to leave uh, the EU. And basically, Kettering, <laughs> the town of Kettering clapped back at Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> and they were like excuse you what are you doing here like this is not your business the entire town was like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit so the town is is pissed off and eventually at some point in this Lindsay lohan and the town of kettering make amends and things are fine between Lindsay lohan and this town and so the town says deal with this only so the town lohan gets in a fight with an entire (laughs) town." town An entire this is town like when Britain. Sienna Miller called Pittsburgh Shittsburg, and then all of <laughs> Pittsburgh was mad at her. So she goes, she's like, okay, great, Kettering, we're fine. And Kettering is like, you know what? Let's bury the hatchet very formally by you coming to Kettering and switching on the Christmas lights for our lighting ceremony. And apparently, from the best I can tell, switching on the Christmas lights is this honor that's bestowed upon someone during their Christmas light lighting festival yeah they said that they would they said that they were going to tell they said they were going to let Lindsay lohan do it so she was like hell yes i'll come and i'll come and turn on your christmas lights like what is she doing she's not busy but this is the best this is the best part of the story so time magazine wrote about this tara john and time magazine wrote about this whole mess um and interviewed some residents of of kettering and so this paragraph is so perfect But local lawmakers tell Time that Kettering residents are indifferent to whether Lohan attends the lighting ceremony. Quote, I don't think they give a shit, to be honest, says Maggie Don, a local Labor Party counselor. Quote, they don't know who she is. (laughs) (gasps) So the town of Kettering doesn't know who Lindsay Lohan is. Honestly, Um, I mean, I would love to live in a town where we don't know who Lindsay Lindsay Lohan is. Yeah. Sounds great. It's fun. Um... That's you had really some other funny. Lindsay Lohan things you wanted to talk about, didn't you? Well, the funny the thing about Lindsay Lohan is that she's always doing weird stuff. I mean, she she got very mad because she opened um she opened a nightclub in Greece or she opened quote unquote opened it. I think she just like gave her name to a nightclub that was already opening <laughs> in Greece 
uh, which is <laughs> not really the smartest idea for a sober person, but that's a whole other discussion. Uh, and people were talking about it, and then she was like, wait, guys, actually, I'm doing good things for refugees, Syrian refugees. And everyone was like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? And she was like, I'm giving them energy drinks. And then literally, oh, <laughs> literally it comes out that uh, Lindsay Lohan is uh, pairing with a uh, energy drink company called Mintanine. 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 So it's, but it's just an energy drink, right? It's a blue caffeine lemonade. Oh, disgusting. Why would any, oh. And apparently she's partnering with them to aid refugees, which is like giving them energy drinks. Wow. Question mark. She, Hmm. um, she was going to distribute them at refugee camps. And the weird thing is this CNN article about it is taking it very seriously. um, And they are reporting about, according to the YBDA, GMBH energy drinks contain 32 (laughs) milligrams of caffeine as well as taurine, while mintonine (laughs) has 15 milligrams of caffeine from natural guana and shouldn't be considered an energy drink. So they not only... Uh, they shadily debunked the fact that the drink was an energy drink without even getting into the fact that why is Lindsay Lohan giving out energy drinks at refugee camps? <laughs> she just wants to be involved. She's trying to do her part. And she knows about energy drinks. I'm sure, is... I'm sure her blood is half energy drink. <laughs> a, spokes, a spokesman for the company told CNN that Lindsay, as brand ambassador, of course has a certain quantity of cans at her disposal. She is free and welcome to give those cans to refugees she is meeting. Oh my so God. basically they're saying that, okay... We gave, we made this girl our brand ambassador. We didn't tell her to give their drinks to refugees, but if she wants to give her free drinks to refugees, that's on her. It's her prerogative. <laughs> what a mess. So when you search Lindsay Lohan nightclub on, on Google, two of the first results are TMZ stories about her, her nightclub. The first being from October 13th, which is their first reporting on her nightclub. The second being from October 16th. And I think... Just the two stories here um, tell you all you need to know about the nightclub. Lindsay, read them in order. I just dropped them into the document. (laughs) Okay, here's the first headline. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan is a nightclub owner. In the second headline. Lindsay Lohan tells nightclub crowd to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Three days apart. This is very important to me, which I just want everyone to shut the up. So let's talk about Vine Stars. I, I really can't do this. This is going to have to be you. Well, I don't really want to do it either. Let's just... Uh, Vine died. We need to no, talk about it. No, here's the funny thing. Okay, no, I do want to talk about it. So the funniest God. thing... <laughs> the funniest thing about Vine dying is... <laughs> That it's sad because Vine is actually pretty cool, but people's jokes about Vine stars are very funny and true. The Vine stars uh, are leaving or they have already left and Mm -hmm. because they're, you know, mainly the reason why this platform is getting killed is because they had already been out the door and Vine had been losing traffic for months now. But then we learn via a wonderful piece at Mike by Taylor Lorenz. Uh, that not only had they been out the door, but they unionized and like threatened. Uh, <laughs> they threatened Vine as a group. It's this to amazing. me is amazing. Let me read you this a little bit of this story because as, it's wild. It's like a movie. It's like a movie. I would read a book about this. 
Okay, so this this piece, Inside the Sacred Meeting That Changed the Fate of Vine Forever. Great headline, totally pays off, because here you go. Last fall, 20 of Vine's top 50 creators gathered in a conference room at 1600 Vine Street in Los Angeles to stage an intervention. They were there to meet with Karen Spencer, Vine's creative development lead, and other representatives from Vine in a last-ditch effort to save an app they saw was falling fast. Blah, blah, blah. The stars had a proposal. If Vine would pay all 18 of them $1.2 million each, roll out several product changes and open up a more direct line of communication, everyone in the room would agree to produce 12 pieces of monthly original content for the app, or three Vines per week. If Vine agreed, they could theoretically generate billions of views, blah, 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 blah. So what's amazing is that all of these Vine stars lived together in 1600 Vine and decided to go to Vine collectively <laughs> with the contract to blackmail them into paying them millions of dollars to create three six-second pieces of content a week. week. <laughs> and Vine said, hell no, and then they shut down. <laughs> the sad thing is, like, the way that I'm setting it up is sounds like a ridiculous ask, but Vine essentially said no and then lost. Like, they, like I don't know if this would have saved Vine, but... It's interesting that all these Vine stars are like, <laughs> we told them. We told well, them. The Vine stars basically don't make money off of Vine in the same way that they can make money off of YouTube. Because YouTube is so well monetized that, like, they make money off of views immediately. But I think, like, Vine, with Vine, it isn't, it's, it's, it's trickier to make money. That's exactly it. Vine and Twitter alike don't have any easy ways for influencers to monetize their content. Mm-hmm. YouTube has many ways. And so a while ago, they had all kind of left the app, you know? I mean, what's interesting, though, is like six seconds is a a way different structure and format than a YouTube video. But a lot of them have built like big followings on YouTube and they're fine. The best part is... Musical.ly. (laughs) But you guys all know about Musical.ly, though. You guys all know. No one's making money on Musical.ly, though, so I don't really know why they're there. But the best part about this article, aside from that part that I just read you, is the end. They find a Viner who feels bad, uh, and but has no regrets. And her name is Gabby <laughs> Hanna, and her quote is, this is amazing. At the end of the day, I have 2.5 million YouTube followers because of Vine. I have 2 million Instagram followers because of Vine, and I'm making all my money and getting auditions because of Vine. So for me to sit here and say, fuck Vine, I just can't, said Hannah, adding that these days she spends most of her time on YouTube and Instagram. There ain't a Vine star out there who isn't a millionaire, said Vine star Alex James by phone. Will be fine, but it's sad the way things worked out. That is so good. We'll be fine. I, I just love it. love it. We're all millionaires, guys. There ain't a, a Vine star out there who isn't a millionaire. It's so all you, good. so everyone making jokes on Twitter about how Vine stars are dead. Maybe Vine stars are dead, but these guys got out like bandits. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to all about the number one who Lindsay Bobby tell us now What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Lindsay, what is Rita Ora up to? I see these links you put in here and <laughs> for me it's a whole lot of nothing, but I have a personal Rita Ora what's Rita Ora up to experience is that I was driving down Venice uh, yesterday, and I and saw, you saw Rita Ora. 
not one, not two, but three Rita Ora billboards. I felt like I was being tracked and fucked with a little bit. Oh, for America's Next Top Model? Yeah. And they just use her face. I know. I've mm-hmm. seen them. We talked mm-hmm. about them. I've seen them in New York. No, but they're on now I'm seeing them in L.A. and it's just very disturbing for me. Um, It's coming soon. Uh, she's almost here. What is it? Uh, a month and a half away? 12 or something. 12, 12. Um, Rita uh, stripped down. So I'm just looking at the URLs. I refuse to click on them. So according to the mirror, uh, Rita Ora strips down sexy. What was that one? Did you? Strips down sexy. Yeah. Oh, she uh, was on then... an Instagram. She's she's promoting a new line of like lingerie. Um, and so she's just in the lingerie and she's like moving around and she's like, hi. Okay. Um, in the second one, Rita Ora wears slogan t-shirt arrives home rumored boyfriend. What's happening yes, she's there? Wearing a, she's wearing a cheap trick shirt, which I believe I've actually seen her wear the cheap trick shirt before. Oh, that's so sad. Um, but she is, she's been seen around out and about um, in Italy, also in England, but with her new boyfriend, this guy, Andrew Watt. The Daily, Mail, the Daily Mail got it wrong. His name is Andrew Watt, not Andrew Watts, which I think is funny that they can't even fact check this. He is a um, <laughs> Yes, American. because the Daily Mail has very, very uh, specific strict fact checking rules, Bobby. He is an American um, rock musician who used to be in a band called California Breed, no longer is. So what? now he's just sort of, um, he's a producer. And so I'm going to read from the Wikipedia right here. He's also a producer, songwriter, and musical director. Um, artists he has worked with include Justin Bieber, Skrillex, Kygo, DJ Snake, Post Malone, Cody Simpson, Sunburn, and more. And then there is a citation for this, but I will not click it. Um, Sunburn. My favorite story, though. So she's dating this guy, whatever. It, it totally does look like they're dating. They're, they're canoodling all over Europe. But um, my favorite story is actually the son's version of the same story because they found a way. It's just the way tabloids in America love seeing images of celebrities reading tabloids but here's a photo of rita ora carrying a copy of the sun which is a uk tabloid in the sun and so the headline is rita all about it rita ora picks (laughs) (laughs) rita ora picks up a copy of the sun as she arrives in heathrow wearing bizarre leather daddy inspired outfit what it's really it's not even it's not even bizarre she's just wearing a lot of leather rita ora all about it rita all about it it's really That's good. worse than like a pun we would make. I love it. Oh, great. Um, but there's Rita. That's it. That's all she's been doing. Bis- I like. I just love that they were so thrilled that she was wearing reading the sun, but then they also had to like diss her outfit. Um, this really great. This really great promo paragraph in the end of the story. The singer kept her head down and appeared to be listening to music through an earphone as she headed through the airport. And she made sure to catch up on the news she'd missed while she was gone, picking up a copy of Britain's best-selling newspaper along the way. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, it's great. So That's like us talking about Jesse Tyler Ferguson promoting our podcast. Jesse Tyler Ferguson uh, (laughs) took time to tweet about his most beloved podcast, Who Weekly, this weekend. Uh, we don't include a screenshot of the tweet. We just like, it just gets it all wrong. He's like, uh, what, what was the quote that he said about us? Jesse Tyler Ferguson is quoted as saying, he quote, lived for it <laughs> when speaking about the, the, the popular podcast. That's so we can just call ourselves popular. No, that's exactly what we would do. And, and it would just be like, great. It'd be fantastic. What a great The podcast, thing. which has 30.5 million subscribers. <laughs> 30.5. Well, wasn't that Bella Thorne's? Yes. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. That was her Snapchat reach. <laughs> nice throwback. 
30.5 million subscribers. Oh, amazing. I can't um, wait. So to... we are done with this week, I think. A lot happened, and yet I don't really think anything happened. I think that we could end every episode with that exact uh, sentiment being oh, shared. Man. Um, yeah, that seems like that's about it. Uh, thank you to The Who's for the Rita Ora theme song, as always. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening, but also rating and uh, making a comment on our podcast in the iTunes store, as well as the uh, stickers update that came out. Get that stickers update. Get uh-huh. it. Get uh, it. Get it. I think um, my next update, I'll have to, I'm going to, I think I want to try to redo all the stickers so they're bigger. Oh my God. You can make them bigger on your phone if you open the, if you. Yeah, you have to like stretch them, but I'd like them to be bigger by default. But anyway. All right. Uh, Bobby's also working, working on some holiday merch. So get excited for that. Get so excited. What else do we have to say? Um, oh, you're crunching on your candy already? No, that, those are coins that I'm playing with. You need to chill with the coins. The coins are always dropping. I have all these coins dropping. on my desk. Yeah, but that's why people can hear coins dropping. Okay, sometimes I try to edit out the coins dropping. Um, um, and I guess that's it. That seems like it should be it. And we'll yet, see you on Thursday. The door is always open. So thanks, everyone. If you see any, also, if you see any other great Hui costumes, tweet them at us because I think we should retweet the best Who costumes on Halloween. We definitely will. Oh, also shout out to the new Facebook group, uh, which is amazing and I love it. That's it. Um, yeah, shout out. Uh, see you Thursday. Happy Bye. Halloween. Happy Halloween. You will say that. They want to know. Hey. Also, it's funny because all the outlets were reporting that it was problematic. And, of course, Daily Mail in their own bubble of hell was like, Hillary Duff dazzles as sexy pilgrim. (laughs)